Hey, this is Heidi Dawson. If you love all things health and wellness and style of any kind, hang out here with me each week. I'm obsessed with never-ending improvement, and it's all in an effort to help each one of us live a wildly successful lifestyle. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Hi guys, welcome to episode 243 of the Wildly Successful Lifestyle Podcast. So have you shared an episode lately? Have you given me a five-star review? When is now the best time to do that? (laughs) That's an old Tony Robbins saying, I love it. Okay, how many of us have some behavior that we wish we could change? Maybe we want to drink less or eat less or work out more. Maybe you want to limit your time on social media. How many of you have tried only to fall right back into the old habits? Well, I'm going to show you today how studies have shown a better way to positively change a behavior. We have all probably tried the use of fear, (laughs) maybe warning ourselves or threatening punishment to our kids to get a behavior change. I'll give you an example. Let's use the goal of wanting to eat less because I'm willing to guess that me and anyone listening has been on a diet at some point in our life, maybe our entire life. Maybe it worked though, or maybe it didn't. If you're like me, I'll say, Heidi, if you keep snacking on macadamia nuts all day, even though they're healthy, they're also high in fat and calories. But if you keep snacking on macadamia nuts all day, you're going to put on weight. So that's kind of like a warning to myself. Hey, if you do this, this bad thing is going to happen, sort of like a threat. Maybe you have a teenager and you've warned them that if they smoke, it could damage their lungs or ruin their health, all the things. Or maybe just if they don't do their homework, they could fail that class. In other words, how many times have we tried to use a warning or a threat as a way to change our own behavior or someone else's? Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. So what is the most effective way to change a behavior? Well, there's a study that is so fascinating to me. It was done at a New York State hospital, and their goal was to get everyone to wash their hands. For obvious reasons in medical settings, It's extremely important that they wash their hands to prevent the spread of disease. Well, the medical staff, they're repeatedly made aware of this, and they had warning signs everywhere about the consequences of unwashed hands. And there's signs everywhere, near the sinks, near the sanitizing stations, anywhere they thought it might help. Even with all those warnings and cameras monitoring every sink and sanitization station, it revealed that only 10% of medical, medical staff washed their hands before and after entering a patient's room. This was despite the fact that the employees knew they were being recorded. They knew there were cameras there, and they still didn't wash their hands. So the hospital was like, okay, we're going to try something else. So they installed this electronic board. It was placed in the hallway of the unit that gave employees instant feedback. Every time they washed their hands, The board displayed a positive message, such as, good job. (laughs) And their team score would automatically go up when they got that positive message. Guess what happened? Within four weeks, 90% of the medical staff were washing their hands. To make sure it wasn't a fluke, they did the same study in a different area of the hospital, and they got the exact same results. So why did this work so well? Well, first of all, they got immediate positive feedback. Second, they were able to measure their progress. And third, they could affect that progress in a positive way so their team's score went up. 
So what can you do instead of threatening yourself or your kids or your partner with their life if they don't do something? Well, Brooke Castillo, she's the founder of the Life Coach School, and she actually created an idea called the Urge Jar. The Urge Jar. You find a beautiful glass jar that you love and also a, a bag of marbles or stones that you love, that you love the feel of and you love the way they look. For me, mine are very natural. They're actually stones. They're river rocks. So how does this urge jar work? Well, the reason we do anything is because we have the urge to do it. You can do three things when you get an urge. You can give into it, which means basically you do any, whatever you want, whenever you want. You can resist it, which means you're acting like it's not there, but that'll cause it to sneak up again any minute. And finally, you can allow it. Allowing it is what we're going for here. Allowing it means you notice the urge, you acknowledge it, you notice how it feels and where you feel it in your body, and then you watch as it fades, usually in under a minute. Urges have a lifespan, and they're usually under a minute. And listen, people often get the resisting and the allowing confused. So I, I, I know this because if you are resisting, you'll have to keep constantly resisting. If you allow the urge, it fades. So if you're, ha- if you're constantly having to do it, it means you're resisting it and acting like it's not there. What we want to do is allow it notice it, acknowledge it, and then watch as it fades. So part of the success of the urge jar is you also have to have a plan for yourself. For instance, if you are going to a party tomorrow and you say, I'm only going to have one glass of wine at the party tomorrow. The plan in advance is a big part of the success of that. The reason why is there are two main areas of our brain where we make decisions. One is the primal brain, And one is the prefrontal cortex. Now, the primal brain, that's where you make all your instant gratification decisions. The prefrontal cortex is where you make your well-thought-out, planned, good decision. When you don't plan, everything's left up up to your primitive brain. And that brain (laughs) will justify anything you decide to do. So you have to decide in advance at least 24 hours so that your prefrontal cortex is the one making decisions. Okay, so you have this plan of what you're going to eat or drink the next day at the party. When you're at the party, you're going to want to have a second glass of wine. But you know, you know your plan is only to have one. So you allow the urge to be there without the need to give in to it. You just notice that it's there. You don't try to resist it. Just allow it. Allow how it feels to want the glass of wine and be okay with not having it. That urge will go away. And you'll be one step closer to mastering the ability to say no, to being able to trust yourself with a plan. When you get home, you take one of your stones and you put it in that glass jar. Your brain is rewarded for allowing an urge. And the more urges you allow, the more stones you have in the jar. You see the progress. And if you put the jar on the counter where your family can see it, maybe everyone has their own jar with their own beautiful stones or marbles. And everyone can see the progress being made. It's a really fun, solid way to realize that urges come and go. And just because we have an urge doesn't mean we have to give in to it. We just have to notice it, acknowledge it, and then watch as it goes away because it's lost its power over you. 
This has been proven extremely effective for Brooke in the area of weight loss and drinking less. But it can also be used effectively for anything. Your kids and their homework, keeping the room clean, your workouts, anything you want to do, you can do it. And this is a plan that works. It puts you back in control. You've mastered the power of your mind. My challenge to you is to get your own version of an urge jar and learn to reward your brain in a way that serves you long, time, long term by allowing urges to be there without having to answer them instead of giving in to them. And don't forget, share this with friends. This works and you could really shift someone's life by sharing it. If you want to know more about it and how it works, just email me at Heidi at HeidiDawson.com. I'd love to talk to you about it. I love you guys. I'll talk to you in a few days. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends because we're just going to keep going bigger and better places together. And I love that about us. Talk to you in a few days. Thank you.